Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Come on, let's worship the Holy Spirit. Lift your hands and tell him, Holy Spirit, thank you for such a great work you have done here and what you are about to do and what you are continuing to do and what you have done already. Just to the Holy Spirit, everyone, with your hands lifted up, with your voice lifted up, with your heart lifted up. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the power that does all the things that are done within and through us. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Thank you for such an opportunity for me to serve and to stand, speak to us, minister, move, touch, heal, encourage, inspire, guide, lead, lift, glorify your name and the name of Jesus and the name of the Father. Let the Godhead be exalted today. Oh, as this ministry and this church through the leadership of the man of God his wife and all the team members as they lead this ministry may you Lord cause a breakthrough an explosion of miracles signs and wonders more than we have ever seen before Holy Spirit take over now speak now guide now Oh, as I humble myself, be lifted, be lifted, be lifted, be lifted. Go into the womb of that woman and dry out every tumor, dry out every fibroids. Go to those lungs and remove every bacteria in the name of Jesus. Oh, go to those knees and melt the screws there. Let the weak stand strong today in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, take over today. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. We give you glory and we give you honor today heaven open in Jesus name God's people say shout hallelujah now in the Bible there is a man in Acts chapter 3 the Bible says he walked jumping limping those are like four things can you try them Jumping, limping, shouting, praising God. Hey! <laughs> Woo! He was jumping and leaping and praising, walking. If you have been lame, walk. If you have never walked before, walk. If you could not jump, jump. 
If you could not praise, praise. My God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Please take your seat. What an atmosphere. It's been charged. Glory to God. First of all, I want to thank Apostle Mo for calling me again. I'm humbled to be here, sir. Thank you so much. And the mama, my wife has not stopped talking about, I don't know what you people talk, but she's just, whatever that was, she hasn't stopped talking about it. Thank you so much. I want to thank God for all the men and the women of God in the house at all levels of ministry. God bless you. I was here on day six. And you guys have survived. And therefore, you shall not die, but you shall live. Not only to live, you are not a survivor, but you shall live to declare, to proclaim, to be a witness of the miracles, the signs and the wonders of God that he is doing in you, through you, for you, around you, about you, here, there, and all over the world. In Jesus' name. Now, now, you people, you have to sit down. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, some of our leaders from now, Kulavia, were here earlier than I did. Some of them. Can I see them? Can I see? Yes, some of them. Yeah, they, they, they made it. Uh, I will apologize, Apostle, in advance. But again, it's your fault. Uh, you coached me well. And about a year and a half ago, we started a school of leadership and ministry. And so, but this month, we do it once every month. But this January, in preparation for 2024, we've done it every Saturday. And so today, when you asked me to pick an hour to come, that's why I picked the earlier time. So that I almost picked seven, but I was like, let Isaac start. I'll come after him. And uh, so after this, we'll be running to Nakulabia to, to continue with the School of Ministry and Leadership for the whole day. And I'm going to make an altar call today there for people who are ready, having learned so much, to go out and plant a church. So, as much as making an altar call for those who want to give their life to the Lord, it is now imperative to make an altar call for those who want to go out there and plant a church.
And I think by the end of the day here today, there will be out, an outer call for those who are going to plant a church. You can't be under this anointing for such a long time and still not plant a church. You can't. Something must be wrong, terribly wrong with you to do that. But I believe everybody here is blessed. How, how will it be if each one of us went out this coming February and planted a church? How will it be? 3,000 churches with 3,000 people. The people here can do three quarters of the job this year. Yeah, and then next year we look at 6,000 churches with 6,000 people each. How about that? Amen. Uh, I was, <laughs> you like that one? I do like it also. I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, greetings from my wife. And, uh, and from myself. Greetings to all of you. Now I have like 50 minutes that I want to utilize to share something. We are going to pray prayer. You are going to learn to receive from where you are. Because this church and this ministry and what God has called us to do is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. It's going to become very difficult for somebody to lay hands on you. So you, are going, you have to learn to receive where you are because the power and the presence of God is right where you are. Amen. I learned it one day. I was preaching in a stadium. And it was so packed that there was no space to make an altar call. To call people forward. There was no space literally. And uh, we had to pray for people to receive Jesus, but also we had to pray for people to receive their miracles. Because they had made an announcement on the radio that this preacher from Uganda is going to heal the sick. And then I tried to tell them that I don't heal the sick, Jesus does. And they said, we don't care. You deal with your God, for us we're dealing with you. So people had come to be healed by this man from Uganda. And I could, I, I, there, so there was no space. So I asked Jesus to help me and asked the Holy Spirit to help me to heal people where they are. And the evidence was when people were released to go home, there were hundreds of crutches that were left behind by the people who had come with them. So, I believe that you may not receive a touch of man, but you must receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. And it's right where you are. Amen. I'm going to uh, today is a day of praise and thanksgiving but allow me and I thank God the apostle released me this morning and said that's where we are but you are loosed go where you feel the spirit is leading you so 
I'm going to make an addition. Uh, I was watching uh, Abmo yesterday as he was doing ministry last night. I was following the service up to the end. Though I was not here physically, I was on my gadget. And at, towards the end, he talked about the Holy Spirit. When Mary was asking, how is this going to happen? How will it be seeing that I know no man? And then the angel said, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you, will cover you, will cover you like a blanket. You'll be immersed by the Holy Spirit. And that which will come out of you will be of God. Actually, it will be God. I'm not, I'm not so much in science, but I understand every child carries his father's DNA. Right? So, every child of God carries the father's DNA. And God is a spirit. So, our DNA is the DNA of the father, which is the DNA of the spirit. When Jesus came, he came to show us God. And he came to show us us. Because we are also spiritual beings in a physical body. So you are a spirit. Tell your neighbor you're a spirit. So I'm going to reintroduce the subject of the Holy Spirit one more time. I'm going to reintroduce the subject of the Holy Spirit one more time. And I expect you to be so excited about the Holy Spirit. And like I said, what all I'm going to do is to add to what you already know. Or to remind you, the Apostle Peter said, I do not feel like it's a burden to remind you. He said, I know you know, but I want to remind you. You see, the Holy Spirit is also responsible for giving you the spirit of praise and the spirit of thanksgiving. In your own human ability, you are not a thankful person. It takes the covering of the Spirit of God upon your life to learn to thank God and to praise him. So he's the one responsible for our attitude of praise and thanksgiving. And everything about God is spiritual. So you can do nothing without the spirit. Everything about God is spiritual. And so you can do nothing without the spirit. So in John chapter 4 in verse 23... He says, Jesus, having a conversation with the lady he met at the well, the woman was talking about worshiping God at that mountain, at that place, at that valley, under that tree, under that position, having put on this or wear that or dress that or cut your, your hair like this. And Jesus said, he said, a time is coming and has now come. When the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. 
So even to praise, you must praise in spirit. Even to be thankful, you must be thankful in spirit. If you do it in a canon mind, you might do it to appease, to show off, to manipulate. You can thank in manipulation. You know how kids will thank their parents because they want ice cream. All right? But when you praise and be thankful in the spirit, even your praise and thanksgiving comes out of the deep of the spirit. So Jesus says, it's the time. For God, the Father, is spirit and in truth. For they, the kind of worshipers the Father is looking for, are those who worship in truth and in spirit. He's searching, he's looking, he's waiting for men and women who will not worship or serve under pressure, but they will serve under the impression and the moving of the Spirit. So praise and thanksgiving are spiritual and so can only be effective when done by the Spirit through us. And so one day, John chapter 7, verse 37 to 39, the Bible says, on the last and great day of the festival, the season 21, last day, are we on the last day? Is this the last day of season 21? Now, can you make an imagination and an assumption that Jesus is standing in front of you and is about to shout out these words. Do you have that picture? Take me away and see the spirit. See Jesus. So the Bible says on the last day and the great day of the festival. Some of you have been, have been looking at fasting probably as a burden, a punishment, a constraint. But Jesus is calling it a festival. You have been having a festival, a spiritual festival, eating off the table of the Lord daily. And if you've been eating daily, you see, if you eat food, after time, you got to drink. Is that true? Like if you eat bread and eat beef and eat chicken and eat... What happens next? And scientifically, we are divided to drink first or to drink last. Do we drink last? Or do we drink fast? Some of you drink fast. Others drink at the same time. But on the last and the greatest day of the festival, can I prophesy? This is the greatest day of season 21. This day, in the books of heaven, this day has been marked as the greatest day of this festival, of this 
21 days and the things you are going to experience on this day will carry you for another seven years what is happening today is releasing a spiritual move that is going to drive you so fast for the next seven years if you believe it say yes that's what is happening the greatest day of the feast this is the day and the fire and the power and the energy and the movement which you are yet to see but is happening is going to drive you seven big fat extraordinary miraculous years in Jesus name so on the last and greatest day of the festival Jesus stood and said a loud voice let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink beloved it is about thirst how thirsty you are is how filled you will be your thirst determines your capacity to take in and today is your day to drink all that you can drink from the spirit from the wells of heaven all you can take all you can have all you can receive this is the day and it says let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink whoever believes in me as scripture has said rivers of living water will flow from within them you see when you are filled then you can release out of the abundance of what is filled in the inside of you is what you are going to release from today that's why today your, your cup must be so open your heart must have no reservations forget even what is happening around you forget your neighbor forget where you come from forget what you have and what you don't have just stick to fast and receiving because out of you they are going to flow rivers rivers of healing rivers of deliverance rivers of breakthrough rivers of salvations rivers of churches rivers of miracles rivers of signs and wonders financial rivers are going to flow and 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 when the flow is coming out of you there are millions and billions of people that are going to benefit from the rivers coming out of you so don't hinder don't hinder don't hinder open let your womb open no woman can become pregnant until she's open her womb no spirit can receive from god until that spirit is so open ready to receive are you ready to receive from god do you, are you so 
badly fasting that you want to drink from God, this is your day. Not tomorrow, today. Here now. Be ready. Say, I'm ready. Sit down. So when Jesus in verse 39 was talking about drinking from him and rivers flowing, he says, by this he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Now, here are two things. He says, up to then, the spirit the spirit had not been released yet. Why? Because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Now here are two things. First of all, literally Jesus had not yet been glorified at that time. He had not been crucified, died, and rose from the dead. Okay? So before he rose from the dead, the spirit had not yet come to everybody. People before that would have an encounter of the Holy Spirit, do something for God, and then the Spirit leaves. And then another time he comes and falls on them, they do something and then he leaves. But after Jesus was glorified, after the day of Pentecost, this is what happened. The Spirit of God came and never went back. So when he comes on you, he's not going back, he stays. Do you know he's with you? Do you know that? So this is the first issue. We have to be so desperate for the Holy Spirit. We have to drink of the Spirit who gives the revelation of who God is to us, sparking praise and thanksgiving. We have to be desperate. So desperate. So desperate. I was preaching in one city in a church. Uh, in, uh, this, uh, that, should, that should be Adelaide. I was in Adelaide. In South Australia. So I preached like three services in this church. And there was no miracle. And things didn't seem to be working. So I was having a service in the evening, on that Sunday evening, and I said, no, 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 no. I'm not preaching again like dead wood, nothing is happening. So I said, today, God, you must do something. There must be a miracle in this church today. I was so desperate for a miracle. So when I went to, to this church, I was sitting there and I'm like, God, no, it can't be the same old preaching, nothing happening. I need you to do something. I was desperate. Somebody said desperate. You see, you have to be so thirsty. So while I was preaching, I saw someone sitting there and I looked at her actually now I remember another church within the same area same thing happened 
in both churches, I was so desperate. I was like, no, 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 no. We can't preach like this. You know, the spirit is there, but we have to be thirsty. The power is there, but you have to be thirsty. God is able, but you have to be thirsty for it. He can do it. He can do it. He's doing it, but he can do it. So, I said to this lady, she was in a a wheelchair. I said, you know, you have to walk. You have to walk. I applied my faith. I didn't care about her faith. I said, I'm applying my faith now. You have to walk. I don't know. For preachers, maybe you understand. Have you, have you ever desired at least one miracle to happen? Say, at least one. After one is done, I'll pack my bags and go back. So this lady stood up and walked out of my desperate desire for her to walk. After this day, you have to be so desperate. And in desperation, I'm not saying like in giving up. I'm, I'm using it in the sense of you have to be so fasty. Your ground is so parched. You want it wet. You want it soft. You want it able to receive. But also you want the manifestation. Because we can't walk out of here after 21 days and there are no manifestations. You can't preach tomorrow the same way. No, it can't. So today, use this day as your desperate time to say, Lord, I'm not going out until you re 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 feel me like never before. I want to see you. How many of you want to see him? I want to see him. That you may know him and what? And the power, this power that raised him from the dead, we must see that. I must be thirsty. Worship harvest, we must be thirsty. Worship harvest, we must be thirsty. We must be thirsty. Are you thirsty? We have to drink. We have to recognize him as a person. Not just a person, but one with us at all times. That's the Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's with you. He told Mary, the Holy Spirit will hug you. Eh? Will hug you. The Holy Spirit will hug you. We'll be like a jacket on you. We'll blanket you will be like a covering on you. And that enough was power enough. So I went to this other church. It was a Baptist church. If you're Baptist, please. I'm not against you at all. Or let me say, if you are in one of those 
evangelical, smooth, good, miracle-free church. Well organized. You have so organized that you have organized God out of your services. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. You can be so organized that even God cannot find a space to squeeze himself inside there. Everything. God is not invited to his own party, right? You are telling God you are not invited. This is our party. So I was in this church and I didn't know. That was my first time to preach in a Baptist church. So I didn't know they are not familiar with miracles, speaking in tongues. So I didn't know. So here am I going rasha ta re ka bozita. And all the deacons and the elders were sitting in front. They are looking at the pastor. You see, most of these churches, the pastor is a hiring. He's paid to serve. So he has given me his spot to preach. I'm preaching for him. And I'm busy. But before we came to church, to the service, I asked him, I said, man of God, is there anything you don't want me to say? He said, no, no, let the Lord use you. Oh, what a mistake. He said, let the Lord do what? And I said, Lord, use me. <laughs> I was so desperate to be used. So when I stood up to preach, the Spirit of God began to point to some people and unfortunately, it was pointing to the elders and the deacons. Some of them were drinking. Some of them were smoking. Some of them were doing so much thing. So I was like, you, you do this. Oh my God, you. I don't know what the spirit was doing, but he knew what he was doing. So after the service, I, I shake hands with the pastor. I say, God bless you. See you next time. Do you think there is a next time? However, the next time, I called the pastor. I said, hello, how are you? He said, oh, are you in town? I said, I'm in town. You come, let's talk. So I went to his office. I said, you know what? I was almost fired. I said, why? Because of you. You preached, you spoke in tongues, you cast demons out of my elders and deacons. He, he said, now, I'm going to let you preach. But do me a favor, just preach. Don't pray for anyone. I said, I promise, I'm not praying for anyone. I'll preach. So I went back to my small room. I was fasting. I said, no touching anyone. But you, Holy Ghost, touch everyone. Hey! So you know those churches where the choir sits at your back and they sing from your back. So they invite me and I'm saying hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I said hallelujah three times. And something is happening in the choir. 
are falling over in the choir. And for me, I'm saying, I'm not touching anyone now. Hallelujah. And people are being delivered. And for me, I'm saying, I'm not touching anyone. I'm just saying, hallelujah. Somebody say yes. Somebody say, I hear you now. I didn't touch anyone. But the Holy Ghost touched everybody. And after the service, the pastor came up and said, now. 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 How can we accuse the man? He has not touched. Now we know. Because the world has to know that there is a God in heaven who works among men and through men who are so thirsty for his move and for his spirit. This is the day you got to be thirsty. Because you already have it. You already have it. We already have the power. We just need to recognize the spirit that gives the power. That is with us. He's with us. So like I was telling you, I, was, I went to this other church. Again, it was in Adelaide, but a smaller town. Uh, I, I hope I remember the, the church. So I went to this church and I was touching people and the power of God was moving. After the first service, the pastor calls me. He said, now, if you're going to touch anybody, let us know first. According to the law, true, if somebody falls and anything happens, this church will be sued. Yes. So you have to wait. Don't touch anyone. The usher must, the culture must be there first. Now, some of you are waiting for a culture. <laughs> are you waiting for the culture? <laughs> and some people, before you touch them, they stretch their legs and say, let's see if your God can touch me. But I'm telling you, you have to be thirsty. All I came to say today, be thirsty, be desperate, be so thirsty for the Holy Spirit to move in your life so that out of you will flow rivers, rivers, rivers. So when he comes, he doesn't just sit in there. He becomes a river, not one, but many. You're not going to do one. You're going to do many. He causes you to do many. There are rivers. There, it's not one. There are many. They're flowing out of you. You are an extension of God. Your hands, your breath. One day I was here in, in Lugala. And I was praying in a small church. I was there alone praying and fasting and the young man walks in 
and sat at the corner and I said, Holy Spirit, touch that young man. So suddenly, I see this man is doing like this. He starts to remove his shirt. I said, no, no, no. He's not getting undressed in this place. And then suddenly, he's, he puts off his shirt and he starts to run out of the church. And I said, Holy Spirit, I cannot chase him. Get him. So in the middle of the courtyard, his legs clipped. And he fell down. So for me, I walked. For him, he was running. I found him there. Because the Holy Spirit can arrest some people. You parents, you cannot chase your children everywhere. Tell the Holy Spirit to arrest them. Because if you are going to... How are you going to follow them everywhere? You can't. Some of these guys are so crazy that they can make you go mad. But when you allow... The Holy Spirit can go and arrest them. You people. Sit down. Let me say one, two things, then I will pray. Are you thirsty? Do you want rivers? I wish I didn't have a school of leadership and ministry. I would stay longer. I'll continue to bore you with my testimonies. Yeah, you are acting like I'm boring. Are you bored? Are you bored because it is in the morning? Some of you are not yet awake. Are you sleeping? Okay, sit down. Now listen. Oh God. When is the next season 21? I think I need to come back and finish up this in the next season 21. Apostle said it can start tomorrow. (laughs) You are healed. You are delivered. You are free. You are empowered. You are more than a conqueror. When you go out of here today, by the power of the Holy Spirit, go and conquer your territory. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Let me quote a few things, then I pray. We will pray. There's one thing I know. It's not by might. It's not by human physical ability. So this church I went to and there was a lady, she came to me, she had a crutch. And I said, what happened? She said, give me a lot of, I said, give me the crutch. (laughs) And there was, they had a screen somewhere in the corner and I hung the, I hung it there. 
Now she had no choice. Sometimes you, you don't give people a choice. They have to be healed. They have to, they, they got to be delivered. They have to walk. So the crutch is up. She has to walk. And she walked in the name of Jesus. You see, don't mind me. I have some crazy faith. I'm a faith person. So some things I do are not humanly humble. So the following day, I had a line. Because they heard that there's a man who makes the lame to walk. So I had a line. And all I did was to pick the crutches. And put them up there. And I said, please walk. In the name of Jesus. Some of you want to pray for somebody and get his legs and shake them like this. Be thirsty for the Holy Ghost. Thirsty. Okay. In John 14, you see the Holy Spirit is so close to you. He's as close as your skin. He's as close as your skin. If you feel your skin... You can feel the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's how close he is. So don't distance yourself from him. He's not far. He's, he's as close. He's closer than your husband or your wife. Too close. Jesus said he'll be with you and in you. He's not only with you. He's also in you, inside out. And you need to recognize his presence. So Jesus said in John 14, 16, he said, and I'll ask the father and he'll give you another advocate. He's an advocate. You are, you are familiar with an advocate. One who stands in defense of you. He defends you. He's your comforter. I like the comforting part. You see how Pastor B3 is wearing that comforting jacket. Even Mr. is there, but the jacket is closer than him. Except when he decides to be closer. Can you try to be closer? With both your hands. Do me a favor. Can you stand? Give me a very tight hug. Now, now, watch this. The Holy Spirit is closer than that. He's closer than that. That's how close the Holy Spirit is and is there. And I'm sure both of them are feeling comfort in their arms, right? The Holy Ghost is the comforter. When nobody's there, he's there to give you a hug. When all hell gets loose, the Holy Ghost is there to give you a close, warm, soft, loving hug. You got to feel him. You are not alone. You may be alone, but you're not lonely. Mm, you are not lonely. You know, even married people can sleep in the same bed. And one is at the other end of the bed. You know these Mazongoto beds, eh? 
somebody sleeps at the end and even it begins to go down and this one sleeps there, it goes down and in the middle begins to create a, something like a hill or a mountain. A, you know, like a contour. But the Holy Ghost exceeds those contours in your bed. He's so close. When he hugged Mary, when Holy Ghost hugged Mary and held her tight and close and covered her, Christ, the anointed one and his anointing was conceived in her and she gave birth. When you are hugged by the Holy Ghost, you conceive in you. conceive and that which you conceive is not of man it is of God and what you conceive cannot be understood by human culture what you conceive is not limited to human activity there was no need for, for Joseph to come through because the Holy Ghost had taken over. You may not need anybody. But you need the Holy Ghost. And when he hugs you. You conceive. Those unique. Supernatural ideas. Supernatural ideas for your business. For your ministry. For your family. And I pray today. That if we can allow him to hug us. I cannot continue because the Holy Spirit is so many things. He's a comforter. He's a teacher. Paul says, when I came to you, I did not come with the eloquence of speech, but with the demonstration of power. He said, not even the words of wisdom of men. He said, but we speak wisdom to those who are mature. And the wisdom is from God. It's from above. It's a God wisdom. The Bible talks, Micah, I think, talks about the Holy Ghost as the breaker. He says the one who breaks will go before them. He breaks walls. He's the power. Jesus said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He's the power. The power to activity, to do. Are there things you want to do in 2024? The Holy Ghost gives you power to do them. You're going to do them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Allow him to hug you. Be so thirsty for him. Allow him to cover you like a blanket. To warm your heart. Jesus said he will testify of me. The Holy Ghost is a testament. It's a testimony that Jesus is not dead, he's alive. The same that raised Jesus from the dead. He raised them from the dead. It's the same power that is raising you up. 
can you do me a favor today and just stand on your feet and open your spirit and be thirsty just thirsty at the beginning I prayed for fibros to dry and really they are dried up they are dried up When testimony come, time comes, you'll have a testimony. Please lift up your hands and allow the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Moving now. Let your life and light and power move again oh we are thirsty for you please lift up your voice and be so thirsty for the Holy Ghost as it comes in rivers of living waters will flow Be so thirsty. Be so thirsty. Don't think about who is near you. Don't think about who is behind you, in front of you. Just your thirst. Just your thirst. And please allow the Holy Ghost to bubble out of your mouth. If it's a song, sing. If it is a cry, cry out. He's here. Whatever the thirst, it should be for the Holy Ghost. Close your eyes, open your heart. Don't worry about those that are being touched. Don't worry about falling. Don't worry about being slain. Just let it be. Let it be. Holy Spirit. Moving now. Come on, lift your voice, somebody. We have five minutes of prayer. We have five minutes of thirst. He's touching you. He's feeling you. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you feel like laying on the floor, go ahead. If you feel like speaking heavy, strong tongues, go ahead. Some people are falling on the chairs. There you are. There you are. Lift your hands. Don't be lazy. Lift your heart. Feel Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes. Yes, the wind is moving now. The wind of breakthrough. 
the Holy Ghost, the breaker, 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 I cannot hear you. Some of you are so conservative. Don't be conservative at all. Burdens, burdens are being removed. Yokes are broken. Family ties are destroyed. Curses are removed. I feel him. I feel him. I feel him. I feel him all over this place. I feel him. You will testify. Those in the balcony, you will testify. Even up there, lift your voice. Sharaba, Sherere, Shoka. Power. Power. Power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Shakakata. If you are lame, walk. If you are blind, see. If you are deaf, hear. Let the pain go. Off your back. Off your Some of you are not open up. Open up, open up, open up, open up, open up, open up. Open up, open up, open up. Sharaba, Spikakala, Reketala, you devils from hell, go! Devils from hell, go! 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 Ayakala, la, 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 rivers, 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 rivers are coming out of you. Rivers are coming out of you. Rivers are flowing out of you. Multiple ministries, a coat of many colors, multi explosions. There you are. Yes. 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 I hear cries of victory. I hear cries of breakthrough. I hear songs of victory. I hear sound of breakthrough. The Holy Ghost, the breaker. The power of God, the breaker. I hear the sound of breakthrough. Makara. I told you learn to receive where you are. Receive where you are. Up there receive. Down here receive. I hear. I hear. I hear. Makara. Ayakate. I hear marriage proposals. I hear marriage proposals. I hear marriage proposals. I hear nations. I hear seven years of abundance. Beginning with 2024. Sevenfold blessing. Mukama. Sigwe gwemba den ninde nakuzunozona. 
Yes, even those online, everywhere, Sharaba, Shororara, receive the Holy Ghost, speak in tongues, speak new tongues, fill up, fill up. I hear. Eyes open to see spiritual visions, ministry visions, business visions. Shalabakonde, ribobo sulelela, kamamanda turikiata. Love it, laugh it, laugh it. The spirit of laughter. The spirit, <laughs> the spirit of laughter. <laughs> laughter, 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 laughter. I'll fill you with the oil of joy. Laughter. You told me that when I call upon the name of Jesus, those that are locked in gates will be open for them those that are dwarfed they'll straighten up in their spiritual physical financial life and run without getting weary yaka you don't go weary you don't go weary Lift that voice. If you are singing, sing. If you feel a cry, cry it out. If you feel a shout, shout it out. If you feel a tongue, speak it out. Lolo. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I see bodies healed. I see finances healed. I see families healed. I see ministries healed. And over this ministry, seven years of abundance. Seven years, seven years, seven years on multiplied abundance. Seven years in the name of Jesus. Shotora Baba. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.